0: There's a conference here in Pittsburgh called Ed Spaces or E.D. Spaces. It's a conference for three days, the third, fourth, and today the fifth. And one of the companies there is a company called P.S. Furniture Incorporated. They have a new piece of furniture that they have been showing that is a bullet-resistant flip-top table designed to be used in active shooter situations. It is called the Revolution Shield. And here's the words. Here's how they describe it. It can be disguised as a seemingly ordinary flip top table in classrooms to provide an added defense barrier during the increasing number of active shooter situations. The product is lightweight and mobile and transforms into a protective handgun rated wall in seconds. I've reached out to the company, and we are working to get one of the people from the company to come on and talk to us more about it. But again, because they're at the conference right now, today was not going to be a possibility. But I wanted to talk about this before we get them on to discuss it, because I want to hear from you what your thoughts are on this notion. Is this good forward thinking and a way to say, let's be proactive Or is this fear-mongering, something that is going to terrify our children and, and, and make them just really, really nervous about something that might happen in their schools and hopefully will never happen in their schools, but could? What do you think? It's a bullet-resistant flip-top table. So it's a table that sits basically on legs, and there's a couple of hinges, and you can very quickly teach the children how to hinge it and turn the top 90 degrees so it goes from being horizontal to being vertical, basically becoming a shield. They say that it is handgun-bullet-resistant because 78%, they say, of the school shootings involve handguns and not long guns or rifles. 78 percent. Roger Clark, who is the executive vice president of P.S. Furniture, says the Revolution Shield is a critical investment for schools, hospitals, concert venues and other public spaces that are subject to possible mass shootings. It is a product specifically designed to protect against handguns, which are involved again in 78 percent, excuse me, of mass shootings that are out there. Boy, I don't know. Ben, what, help me on this one. As, as you saddle up here and, and we and we chat about this, is this the kind of thing that you look at and you say, you know what, we need to be diligent. We need to make sure that we're protecting our students and our teachers and our administrators by having something like this in place or quite the contrary. Wait a second. All we're doing is just scaring a whole bunch of people. And this is just knee jerk reaction. What, what do you think?
1: I think something needs to be done. I don't know if this is right or not. I think long-term this is going to impact how kids develop. If you're 11 training for mass shooting drills, that's you're not going to develop the way you or I did.
0: What if you're 6?
1: Exactly. That's mean, what I'm saying. If
0: you're 18, I suppose maybe that's different because you've looked at the news and you've seen the stories and you've heard the things that are there. And you say, you know what? I realize this this could happen. This, this possibly could happen.
1: And maybe we're making, I always make the comparison, uh, six-year-olds that are six right now don't remember what life was like when there were no cameras everywhere. Mm-hmm. Whereas you and I do. Maybe this is going to be the same type of thing. If it's just part of life, At some maybe point you assume. have to put
0: it in place. At some point it is there, right? And at some point there's a transition, and that transition time is awkward. Right. I mean, they say the same thing about
1: fire drills. Sure. They're like, oh, we're going to scare the kids, but they need to know how to get out of the building if there's a fire. So I don't know what the right answer is. Right. That you have to say,
0: okay, we're going to stop and we're going to have a we're going to have a fire drill on the bus, and whether that is you know that you pull off into a parking lot and everybody gets off the bus, you learn how to open the back door, you climb out the back door, you know, and kids come home and say, well, we had a fire drill today. I don't think that parents are going to respond to that and say, what do you mean you had a fire drill today? Everybody wants your kids to know how to get out of the house safely or out of the school safely or off the bus if something were to happen. Exactly. So So, it's preparation, right? And is this the same sort of thing?
1: Right. I'm not saying that I I think that, but I I'm just trying to put sure. myself and i don't have kids no, i don't no, have a no, dog I, in this fight I understand
0: but i'm just sometimes i i, I get in, in my own way where i think well this is the only way you possibly could see it I, I just don't see how you could possibly see it any other way and that's why i bounce these things off of you and i, I bounce them off our listeners too parents is this something that you want in your kids schools do you want this sort of technology to be there? And do you think that this is something that does indeed offer a level of protection? Company has developed what it is calling its revolution shield that basically is, they say, disguised as just a regular, ordinary flip top table. However, what it's made out of is a defensive barrier that allows it to stop handgun bullets and protect people who might be hiding behind it. I don't know. It just it, it it seems like first of all, my first thought is, boy, do we live in a messed up world. I mean, boy, do we live in a world that is fallen and is a mess if we have to worry about this and if there are companies that are looking to do these sorts of things. The other thing that I think is interesting is that they say that it's not just for schools, but they also say that the other places that it could be involved in protecting people would be hospitals and concert venues. And again, Las Vegas, right? If you had a whole bunch of these tables around Las Vegas, would it have made any difference? Guy was shooting from, what, the 20th story of a nearby hotel? I mean, there's there's not one size fits all as far as a response. But if it saves some, then I suppose it's a, a good investment. What do you think? 866-391-1020. 866-391-1020. This brand new Revolution Shield that was being shown at a conference here in Pittsburgh this week, displaying the uh, bullet-resistant flip-top table used in active shooter situations. Could do an entire segment on... The National Toy Hall of Fame. I mean, I, we we could go on for a very long time, but you look at some of the, and I'll, i may, maybe we'll do that at five thirty today. That I, that I think is going to be our discussion as we wrap up the show today. The items that are in the National Toy. Hall of Fame and the ridiculousness of some of them, but at the same time, it's 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 uh it's it'll be a fun conversation. Anyway, uh, Tom, thank you for the update there from Bloomberg. The thing that I'm we were talking about is these bullet-resistant flip-top tables for active shooter school situations, and the fact that this discussion is happening. The fact that it is a a company has invented this and has shown it at a conference here in Pittsburgh. As a matter of fact, it's been going on this week. And we're going to work on having Roger Clark on with us next week, who was the executive vice president of the company that made it, PS Furniture. And they attended the conference, basically opening the conversation about the possibility of utilizing this resource in K through 12 schools. Here's the thing that I don't get. This is what I don't understand. If I had come out and said, hey, they're talking about this thing and about whether or not kids should be wearing masks to schools, and they're talking about whether or not everybody should be vaccinated in schools, the phones would have blown up. I promise you the phones would have blown up. We would have had caller after caller after caller. Probably could have done three hours on it. Why does nobody respond to a serious question about whether or not we should have Bullet resistant desks in our schools, because you know what? That's also an issue. And I think it says something about where we are as a society right now. I think it says something about what has become our hot button topic. And whether it's the politics of one versus, you can't tell me that that guns and school shootings and mass shootings is not a political issue because it's every bit as political as vaccines. But I'm just really surprised that people don't have an opinion on the subject. Really can't believe it. 866 391 1020 866 391 1020. Maybe the issue of school shootings is really not that big a deal. Maybe it's not. But you know what? The next time, I'll say it right now the next time there is a school shooting, if we were to bring it up on the air, the phones would explode. It's a recency effect. We're in the middle of dealing with a pandemic right now that has to do with vaccines and masks. We're away from the idea of school shootings, even though Sandy Hook is not away from the idea of school shootings. And how long ago did that happen in Connecticut? Church shooting happens in South Carolina, Charleston, South Carolina. Are are they over it? No, they're, they're certainly not. I don't know. It's just it's it's strange. Let's go to the phones right now and see what's going on. Let's go to Frank in the North Hills. Hi, Frank, you're on KDKA. How are you? Good, good. How are you doing? I'm very well. What do you think of these desks that can protect kids because they're bullet resistant? Well, the desk idea are not new because if you've been looking at the magazines, they got backpacks. Oh yeah. For kids. Correct. That are bullet resistant. Yep. They got uh, certain types of vests,
2: winter style vests that are bulletproof. Mm-hmm. And you know, as far as I'm concerned. I think anything that the schools can do to prevent the shootings, to protect the children, they should do it. They should try to protect our children
0: at all costs. Completely agree. Completely agree. Frank, thank you. Let's go right now to Roger. Roger's on the road. Hi, Roger. You're on KDK. Thanks for calling. Hey, Rick. Love your show. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening. Hey, about the desks, Yeah.
2: Uh, do you remember back in the day whenever they used to have the bomb drills? Oh,
0: absolutely we did. No question about that. I was a child of the, born in the 60s, grew up in the 70s, graduated from school in the 80s. So, yes, absolutely do. I'm in the same uh, bracket as you. Demographic, right.
2: (laughs) Yeah, and hey, guess what? Didn't scare us. I mean, it scared you a little bit, but it didn't bother us. Yeah. This is just the denial threat.
0: It's preparation well, for it, I don't right?
2: see anything wrong with it.
0: Well, we're looking forward to getting Roger Clark on with us, the executive president uh, of, of the group. And, Roger, thank you so much for calling us. Be safe on the roads out there. Let's get to Kim, and we'll get to traffic right after this. Kim in Pittsburgh, you're on KDK. What do you think of this idea? company making bullet-resistant flip-top tables for schools.
1: I agree. I don't see any problem with it. Um, It's a shame we have to have that conversation. Mm,
0: You're right about that. you
1: know, most of the time the schools are having active shooting uh, scenarios or training anyway, and it's normally not in elementary schools. It's usually geared towards junior high and high
2: school.
0: Yeah, boy, I haven't looked into it that closely to know what the breakout of that is. But uh, the fact that yeah, I think you're right, that there are definitely active shooter drills going on. I wonder how much of that is for teachers and administration as opposed to kids. But I know that kids, you know, they hear about it. They know about these things. Kim, thank you for bringing that up. I sure appreciate it rick dayton on a friday afternoon ken rice joining us from the studios of kdk television hello
3: mr rice rick happy almost weekend
0: hey thank you hey we've been talking about an interesting subject there's a show here in town a conference called the ed spaces conference it started on wednesday goes through today and one company called ps furniture was one of the attendees there and they displayed their bullet resistant flip top table to be used in active shooter situations. They call it the Revolution Shield, and basically it looks like an ordinary table, but there's hinges there that allow the tabletop that is horizontal to be flipped up vertically and allow people to hide behind it, and they say that it's resistant to handgun fire. Basically, it becomes a wall in a matter of seconds. Is this something you've heard about? I mean, I hadn't heard about it until yesterday.
3: No, but, and the existence of this uh, this conference going on here is news to me as well. Yeah,
0: no, this is something that we've been talking about. And Donna and Chris, we're going to get to you after we wrap up with Ken, but we just wanted to find out some of the things that are going on in KDK television and some of the things you're working on for the 5 o'clock news.
3: You know, Rick, it's a uh, just about a perfect fall afternoon evening for high school football in western Pennsylvania. Is it, it can, a zone can, of
0: can, perfection for football? Is you there you a different what? ZOP?
3: Yeah, I think there isn't one, but I'm about to establish one. And tonight is right there. Tonight is the center of the high school football ZOP. That's tremendous. Um, so, you know, as delightful as it is, you walk outside on a day like today, you just sort of feel that in your bones. You can look forward to the Friday night lights. But we have a local high school football team playing with heavy hearts tonight. Two of their assistant coaches recently died within days of each other. It's not easy, mm. as you would imagine, for this team. No. Uh, they're playing tonight. Ross Kadati spending some time with them. He'll have that story. And then Andy Sheehan talking to some of the city of Pittsburgh and Allegheny County workers who say they're willing to be fired rather than comply with the new vaccine mandates. And then the KDK Turkey Fund. You know, those of us who've been around for a while, you and me, Rick, and a few few others. You know, <laughs> this that, we, this goes back to Al Julius <laughs> yes, and Yvonne Zanos, and so many Pittsburgh families yeah. have contributed over the years, but w- where does the money go? How do we buy the turkeys? How do families take advantage of the help? We thought we'd spend a little time tonight digging into just the behind the scenes of how this institution in Pittsburgh fundraising really works. Well, just make sure you mention the
0: miracle workers of the Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank because they multiply money like nobody I've ever seen. They're no unbelievable. Question. No question. Unbelievable. They can.
3: They can. They can take what may seem like a modest donation yeah. and feed you know dozens and dozens of families. It's, it's yeah. incredible stuff. Looking forward to that. Ken, thank you. Enjoy your
0: weekend. And it's always good to catch up with you. Talk to you Monday. All right, buddy. See you. Thanks. Ken Rice from KDKA Television joining us here. The News at 5 comes your way in just about 20 minutes. 866-391-1020. Want to get back to the subject at hand, talking about the P.S. Furniture Company and what they've put out called their Revolution Shield, a flip-top table that can provide additional defensive barrier in an active shooter situation. Let's go to Chris right now. Chris in Monroeville, it's good to have you on KDKA. What do you think of this idea? Is this something that you would look into if you had kids in your school?
2: Well, Rick, here's the question I have and the concern: the flip top desk isn't going to stop the threat of an active shooter. I would rather see that the finances go into armed resource officers. Now, I know some of the schools mm-hmm. already have that, and I know that was, you know, a uh, you know topic whenever the school shootings occurred. But I, I think the armed resource uh, you know, personnel would be able to stop the threat better than a, you know, flip-top desk.
0: So that is a better deterrent in your estimation rather than putting these desks or tables or whatever in all these classrooms all over the... And, and again, think about how many you would have to do to protect all the students. I mean, it would be very, very expensive, I'm certain.
2: Well, I'm sure that the desks themselves, I mean, you're talking a lot of desks. Sure. You know, how many students are in a school. Right. And how many desks that you're going to have to order. I think it's just a company out there... You know, yeah, they're looking for the well-being of our children, but they're also looking to make a decent buck. Yeah. <laughs> and if you it's... have one school that complies with that, I mean, they're going to make, you know, you know, buku money.
0: They're going to do it. Whereas okay.
2: you can put that money into an armed resource officer, you know, someone who's armed, who could actually stop the threat before, you know, the police and authorities arrive.
0: Got it. Chris, thank you for calling anyway, and we sure appreciate it. You got it, Rick. Chris calling from Monroeville. Let's go to Donna. Donna, you're up next on KDKA. How are you? Good, good. How are you? I am fine. What do you think of this? Have you heard about these, uh, the Revolution Shield, these bullet-resistant flip-top tables? Have you heard about these?
2: I have not. And unfortunately, uh, you know, it's sad to say that I do think things are needed like this in our schools. But I also think... um, we as a country need to do, uh, provide a better benefit for mental health and behavioral health services. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not real easy to get those services provided, and we have to do something with the stigma associated of receiving those services. I'm not saying that'll prevent any, everything, sure. but you know, I don't think gun control is the issue. If you really wanted a gun, you would find a way of having it. And let's face it, people who do do these shootings have to have some psychiatric or behavioral health issues.
0: Oftentimes it seems that's the case, yes. And and I do think that uh, you you, you make a good point that if you can get help to the person who would perpetrate such a crime, that perhaps we can reduce that. I think you can also make a case that if you've got a table that can keep it so kids don't get hurt, that's also a good thing, right? I mean, I, I don't think that one excludes the other, right, Donna?
1: Absolutely.
0: Yeah. All right. Thanks for calling. We appreciate it, and have a good weekend. Donna calling us here today on KDKA as we work our way up toward traffic time at 445. You know, the the company itself, again, is called PS Furniture. And the reason that I bring this up is because they have been displaying and talking about this particular subject at a conference here in Pittsburgh called the ED Spaces, the ED Spaces Conference here in Pittsburgh. And again, we have reached out to Roger Clark, Executive Vice President of PS Furniture, and we're going to do our level best to get him on the program next week. Again, they were showing their wares and, and talking about these things this week so we're going to work on getting him here with us first part of next week on kdk to talk about this a little bit more 866-391-1020 is how you can jump in it's called the revolution shield basically a disguised shield that can be a defensive barrier in the case of an active shooter situation they're putting me in schools a flip-top table that basically can be rotated 90 degrees so the horizontal desktop goes vertical, and kids can hide behind it. Teachers can, too, or administrators. Have you heard much about this? Be curious to know what you think as we go back to the phones right now. We bring in Shelly from Bridgeville. Hi, Shelly. You're on KDKA.
2: Hi. Thank you for taking my call. Oh, you're welcome. Um, Thanks
0: for checking in.
2: Yeah. um, In answer to your question, I've never heard of this, and um, I would rather see schools, As secure and impenetrable as an NFL event. Mm. I would say as secure as TSA, but I'm still hearing about weapons that make it on the planes and and TSAs. But my goodness, to get into an NFL event with uh, a a clear purse and a metal detector and wanding, and they're checking bags, they're checking, they're more secure than our schools. So if they can make it happen at the stadiums, they can make it happen in our schools
0: shelly thank you for calling i sure appreciate it good stuff there as we go to brian in the north hills you're up next on kdk hi brian hi there how are you i'm doing well love the show hey i appreciate you calling thanks for listening
2: (laughs) sure yeah so my my two cents on the desktops i just can't see it from a tactical standpoint i mean the kids flip the desk up then what you know, the shooter's still there. He's in the room. He just walks around the backside of the desk.
0: No, no, I, I hear you. I completely understand that the logistically, and you don't put a shield in the middle of it, right, a window that you can see and rotate and all that kind of stuff. But if it means, that, I mean I, yeah, I, I, I hear what you're saying. I mean, if it means that it's some extra time or extra protection for people to get there, does that help? I mean, it, it does for me, I think.
2: I think if the kids are stuck in a room, the best thing to do is take that money and harden the room bulletproof doors, lockable doors, up-to-date communication systems so teachers can get the info to lock down quick.
0: Are you in law enforcement or have you been? I, I am not. No, it just sounds like you know a lot of the terms in, in terms of what they're they're talking about with these drills and active shooter drills and things like that that you've been around a little. Bit. That's why why I ask that. Do you prior, th- do you think prior that military? Okay, well that, that, that some of that training then. Do you think that um, somebody called in earlier and said, hey, let's take the money and let's put it instead into armed guards or, or school resource officers instead? Do you think that's a better deterrent? I mean, I don't think this is a deterrent, but it's a protector. It, is a deterrent better than a protection?
2: I would say a deterrent is a better uh, better way to cut it off. Uh, you know, if people know that the schools are hardened, they're not going to go there. You know, an armed guard, absolutely. They're going to think twice.
0: All right. Brian, I appreciate it. And thanks for calling in. We sure appreciate it. Have a good weekend. Thank Brian you. you from the, I appreciate it. Brian from the North Hills calling us here on KDK. Hey, great discussion for the last hour. And thank you for uh, for thinking outside the box. Again, this is not something that we'd heard anything about. I hadn't heard about it until yesterday. And we're going to try very hard. Like I said, we've already reached out to the company to have Roger Clark, the executive vice president of P.S. Furniture, join us next week. And we'll pick up the conversation with him then and see what people had to say at this conference here in Pittsburgh. It is coming up on five o'clock. Melinda Roeder is here. She's got the latest news right now as we bring you the latest update on the Voice of Pittsburgh.